Welcome to today's interview. I am Heather Hakes, host of the podcast Mind Over Matter. I'm also an author, speaker, and coach, and I'm stoked to be on today's interview, Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hey, Dream Chasers, this is Amy J. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 236 of Chasing Dreams. Today, guys, I have uh, a guest who I'm excited for you to hear about, Heather Hakes. She's a mindset coach, speaker, and author of the book, Take the Leap. And Heather is, um, she's about to drop so many gems on you guys that I think you need to already have a piece of paper and a pen to write, use your iPhone, your iPad, whatever you got to do. She drops so many things, including, here's a tip, including a game plan on how to chase your dreams. She lays it out. She doesn't hold back. So many, so many nuggets of wisdom that I think you're going to be happy to hear it. So if you're driving, please don't pull over. I'd say pull over, but you really shouldn't get to where you're going, but you're going to want to take notes. So be sure to check out the show notes or listen to it again, because there's just a lot. All right. So without further ado, here's Heather. Heather, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have you. When I was reading your background and everything you're doing, it took me a lot longer. You've been apparently, you know, reading and being into self-development since you were 15. Um, uh, yes. I was late to the train, probably uh, 25, 30, something like that. So I am ready to kind of learn the things that you've learned that have helped you kind of turn things around for yourself, if you will, or manifest your dreams and, and hopes and futures. But before we find that out, I got to ask, what did young Heather want to be? I've always wanted to be a teacher. Really? I still geek out every August going to Target, looking at school supplies. I still geek out. So whatever I highly recommend whatever that childhood passion, whatever lights you on fire that is with you for a reason. And so while you're not doing conventional kindergarten, elementary school teaching, you still have found a way to incorporate teaching into your lifestyle. Was that a natural flow? No, not at all. I actually, I didn't even realize that's what was happening until um, about two and a half years ago, I published my first book, Take the Leap. And while writing that, it was very therapeutic. And I just remember writing out and I had this huge aha epiphany knowing since a little girl, I wanted to be a teacher, but then I chased the societal norms, went to college, got a degree, worked in corporate for over a decade. And I just never fell on passion or purpose. I wasn't excited about life. And I took a leap of faith. I quit with no plan, ended up with a six figure payout, traveled the world. And then here I am, you know, th three plus years later. But I realized, oh my gosh, I have stepped into my childhood passion of teaching, but you're right, not K through 12 and in a different format that I would have never imagined. And I hope that you're still 
enthralled by the back to school sales and the Christmas stuff and everything like that. And I hope somebody gives you an apple as a teacher. I would eat one. There you go. See? So let's, let's figure out, let's kind of go back and talk about, because when you said really resonates with me in the fact that I too kind of followed convention. And for me, it was more uh, cultural conventions than other conventions. But you talked about how you followed convention. You went to college, you got a degree, you went to corporate, you know, did you ever have an, an inkling, a kind of feeling like this wasn't it as you were doing that? The entire time mm. you could ask my parents that I complained for most of that time in corporate, which was over a decade, I literally felt like a hamster on a wheel. I was chasing somebody else's dream. I was dreading Monday, cheering on Friday, week in and week out. And, you know, we all have our own experiences and my own quote, rock bottom. I was 30 years old, engaged to be married, had climbed the corporate ladder and I was miserable. And it was my wake up call. And I ended the relationship I started getting, I had my first coach and I started becoming curious and thinking, okay, what am I seeking? So first of all, you have to know, what do you even want in life? And for me, it was not a nine to five. So what was I seeking? I didn't really know, but that's why I got into coaching and different online programs to find out. And that's when I realized that, you know, you have to get out of your comfort zone and you have to go within and connect with your intuition. It will always guide you. There was a coach I was talking to, um, Mario Armstrong. He's a personality on Instagram, YouTube. Guys, check him out. Um, and we were talking about how curiosity is actually a very undervalued skill. Um, I, I It's something I've embraced. I think it's awesome because it, just being curious has really opened up possibilities I never really gave a chance to before. What does it mean to be curious for those who are unsure? Like we can say it, having experienced it, we know, but for someone who's listening to this is like, what do, what do they mean? Be curious. For me, it means to be interested or, um, you know, maybe that is quote off the wall, but how are they doing it? Or, you know, social media is great in so many ways. And then of course there's negative sides to everything. Right. But the great part of it is you can see what's possible. So if you become curious, well, how did they quit their job or how are they doing what they're doing? And so it's just this internal wondering and realizing there's so much possibility. How can I get some of that? It's, it's funny because um, there's so many methods of being curious nowadays, right? YouTube, Instagram, like you said, people are putting up courses and just even just doing the old school, taking a class, right? I, I've just never, people don't think about that. What was, do you remember what the first thing you were curious about and tried? Oh gosh. So if we go back to my early days of personal development, I honestly just, I come from a space of, I never really fe felt like I fit in. And that's where I call, you know, like chasing the societal norms or trying to fit in what I call a boring ass box. I just didn't feel like I fit in a box. And I, I tried to do what the quote popular kids were doing. And, and of course you want to fit in. But again, back to this curiosity, I grew up in elementary school watching Oprah and Dr. Phil with my mom. And so I was just so interested in human psychology and why do people do what they do? And I was always into learning and, and my mom's been on this path many more decades than me. And she was the one that kind of fed me the books. And I remember my first one reading the four agreements. I've never forgotten that. 
Do you know what that is? I don't. Can you tell us a little so bit? It's, yeah, it's by Don Miguel Ruiz. So the four agreements, they're, they're ancient Toltec wisdom, but very basic. The four agreements are never take anything personally. Don't make assumptions. Always do your best and be impeccable with your word. And even that. just to live by those four things yeah. are amazing. But so, yeah, anyway, back in um, probably like, you know, elementary and middle and high school, I just I was always stood back and I was observing. I was observing others behaviors. I, I was observing people in relationships. And so back to this curiosity, I, I just why do we do what we do? And then there are people out there doing, you know, have the mansions or the yachts or the million dollar lifestyle or laptop, um, you know, time and financial freedom. And so it was just like, I want that too. I don't want to, you know, I'm not a sheep. That's my newest thing. It's like, I'm not, I don't follow the herd. I don't follow the crowds. Can we talk about that moment where you pivoted? Because that, that's not always easy thing to do. I can't imagine for you, it was an easy thing to do. Uh, you know, breaking your relationship, leaving your job in corporate, which was probably a safety. Uh, How, how did you approach that? Like first, does that even come in like weeks in advance? Like, Hey, maybe you should quit. Hey, maybe you should quit. Does that like, how do you even get to that point? Well, honestly, it had been gnawing at me for a while. Mm. So I got my first coach back in 2016. I didn't quit corporate until over a year later. Mm Mm-hmm. But it had been gnawing at me. And that's when, you know, I I watched I'm Not Your Guru with Tony Robbins on Netflix. And I've always read the books, um, many books. My bookshelves are overflowing. (laughs) But yeah, it was just finally, you're never going to be ready. So let me say that right here, right now. You're never going to be ready. Everything's not going to be lined up. You just have to get started. It's that whole jump and let the net appear. And so I did. And, but here's how I did it. I got into the mindset and I started asking myself a question because quitting a stable corporate paycheck is really freaking scary. And I had no plan. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew I needed a break. So the, I put myself into the quote, worst case scenario. And I was like, if I do this, what is the worst case scenario? And I realized my worst case scenario, if This didn't pan out as I go and get another corporate job. Is that horrible? No. Is that what I want? No. And so I just, and you're never going to be ready. I literally written my resignation letter. And I think in March of that year, and I finally pulled the trigger um, end of May. So I had it for a couple months before I was ready. The fact that you had it prepared, ready to go. It's just a matter of pulling the trigger. I think a lot of us um, don't even make it that far, right? It, the fact that you wrote it out is, it's amazing, but it sounds like, well, you know what? Let me not rush. You make the decision, you hand in your resignation, you make these changes in your life. What is life like just immediately after that? Not after you've kind of figured things out and things are kind of going, but that fear, <laughs> what, what are you feeling after you pull the trigger? First of all, I'm still figuring things out and mm. I'm three years post. So <laughs> I think that's when I've realized there is no destination. So mm. people think, you know, you're working for that next goal, but mm. here's the thing, you're going to be chasing the next goal. So get in the comfort 
get in the realization that this is a journey. This is a process. And so, well, when I quit, I already had many travels lined up. And so I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take the summer off. I'm going to just, um, it felt surreal at first. And, and, it, and then I realized after some travels that it comes down to a lot of self-discipline. Because without that structure of having to go to a nine to five, there's a lot of free time and it's easy to get wrapped up in distractions and self-sabotage and afraid of failure. And at least if you don't try, you don't fail. So anyway, there's all these things that I've had to juggle and realize and, and overcome over the last few years, but I'm, I'm just getting started. I love that. I love that. I'm, I'm a big believer it's about the journey and not the destination. We're so focused on the destination that we just forget about the journey. And it's like, you look back, what happened? What, what, what was that like? Well, since you've kind of pulled the trigger three years, you've been on this journey. Talk about your life now, how you're feeling, what's going on compared to corporate life, the life before. Any regrets? What are, what are we thinking? Oh, gosh, no. I um, Really? Even when I interview people on my podcast, one of the questions I ask is, what advice would you give your younger self? And so many people have said, I wish I'd started earlier. Mm. I wish I'd done it sooner. So if you're listening, my message is stop waiting, like start today. What action can you take today to to get towards your dream? But um, how am I feeling now? I just, it's exciting and I feel creative and I feel on point and I have direction and I have clarity that I want to have impact and obviously income, but more importantly, impact. And, and I want to wake people up up that you can transform your life you create your life so like stop living by default and live by design it's on you live by say that again stop living life by default live by design so powerful because i think we often forget we, we hold the pencil you know and it's it's not your parents it's not your community it's not you know, your culture, you hold the pencil for it. And so for the people that you've helped and coached and worked with in, in these past, I'm, it's more than three plus, because I'm sure you were helping people that even as you were trying to figure yourself out, what is something that's common in the struggles that they go through? Number one, it comes down to self-awareness, but your limiting beliefs. And we all have them. Every human has them. And um, even the people that you see out there, your mentors or your heroes, they still battle with feeling unworthy, not enough, too young, too old, whatever your story is. But you have to become self-aware in order to make change. You know, like you can't change what you don't measure. So if you don't know where you are, you don't know where you're going. Heather is dropping so many gems, guys. I hope you're taking notes. Otherwise, I'm going to point you to just listen again because so important. So important. I don't even know where if I go back to my previous life, you know, and just thinking about things and how and where I was, I can't imagine it anymore. It's like, you know, having this freedom and and measuring where I am and where I'm trying to go and kind of evaluating myself. It's been freeing almost, which is an opposite effect of that from what I thought it would be. Like I I didn't expect that as a side effect is this freeing feeling. Um, 
there's uncertainty. Don't get me wrong. That that's absolutely there. But would you change anything? No, because I think that if you ever sit in a space of regret or man, I w- woulda, coulda, shoulda, love mm-hmm. that game. Or this is one of my favorite quotes: "Stop shooting all over yourself." I should have done this. I should have done that. I, no, you are where you are, so you can't change yesterday, and tomorrow's not here yet. So, what can you do today to get to where you want to be? It's so powerful. It's so powerful. And let me ask you, now, having been in COVID in quarantine, and I don't, I don't know what it's like in Denver, but, you know, here it's kind of, it's in Baltimore, it's locked down. It's like, we, we really, really gotten to know my family. That, that is for sure. But have you noticed anything different with the people you're working with, with yourself and how you're handling COVID um, and these restrictions versus life before COVID? Man, you know, I am so grateful. That's one space that I like to sit in is this attitude of gratitude Mm -hmm. is what I call it. And thank goodness for all my years of personal development, because without that, I think I would have, because here's what happened this year, right? Everybody lost control. So everybody who's type A or thought they had control, which well, you don't. We learned it. Yeah, it was a huge wake up call that you actually have no control. But I also found it fascinating how powerful fear is and look at what fear has done where and I don't want to get into a tangent or politics but ultimately what I realized is in any scenario whether it's you know COVID or a pandemic or loss of a job or economic whatever it may be you have to focus on the controllables which is you your thoughts your emotions your So I literally, because gym shut down and and the gym for me is where I get, that's just where like I kind of pound it out and and I literally build my mindset muscle and I love running and lifting weights and just feeling strong and powerful to start my day. Not having that for months, I was like, that's not going to work for me. (laughs) So control the controllables. And I had some equipment, but I went on Facebook marketplace and I literally turned my garage into a gym. Nice. So a lot of people that gained the quarantine 15, they have excuses that the gyms were closed. And I'm going to say BS, whether even just body weight, you can go for a walk every, you know, there are ways around it. And so the important takeaway I have there is you have to control the controllables in any situation. And it always goes back to 100% what I realized. And I highly recommend Dr. Joe Dispenza if you're interested and want to create change in your life and realize that it's on you. So many people are focused on the external world, creating an internal state, you know, conditional, I'll be happy when I get promoted, I'm in a relationship, I finally have, you know, I chased my dreams, I'll be happy when I get there, that destination. The truth is, it comes from the inside out. So if you create the happiness, the joy, the gratitude, the when you can mentally rehearse what you want, what do your dreams look like? And you already created them within, they show up externally. So I just want to help people reverse what what most are conditioned by. It's it's funny you say that because I think oftentimes we forget we're so used to the traditional things, the conventional things and the way uh, we expect it. Right. The gym has to be somewhere else. and I have to go there. What do you mean I can work out in my home? People are doing Zoom 
fitness classes and all that kind of stuff. That's not typical. And and here you are making your garage into a gym because that's important to you. And so how can people work on that? How can people help themselves when they're not, when they can't see the traditional path? How do they create a path? Well, the easiest way is to find a mentor, find somebody who's where you want to be, or even just a couple steps ahead of you that can get you through the trenches that can help you create that clarity and roadmap. That's why I have coaches, especially business coaches. I'm a creative business. Isn't my forte. I didn't wake up and know all this business stuff. No, but I, I, I'm resourceful. So it's about being resourceful. Read it in a book, Google and YouTube. You can pretty much find anything you want online. And most importantly, it's accountability and what I call like an accountability buddy. So I'm part of a mastermind group. We have a call, three of us, every single week, keeping each other on track, challenging each other, you know, helping with your blind spots or your roadblocks. So it's about being resourceful and it's okay to ask for help. I want to focus on the two things you just said there. Coaches and accountability or accountability. Is that how it was? Accountability. Accountability. I love the concept of it. How can people find, let's start with one, coaches and mentors. How can they find those for themselves? Let's say if you have no money, let's start at the very bottom. You, You don't have money. You're already in a lack and scarcity mindset, living paycheck to paycheck, but you want help. There are plenty of Facebook groups and they're all free. So go find a Facebook group, read a book, um, watch YouTube videos. But then if you want to step up and, and, you know, Google search or maybe put out there on Facebook or in networking groups, hey, I'm looking for a coach or a mentor to help me start my business, to write a book, to whatever your dream may be, ask. Just put it out there. You we're you know that whole six degree separation. It's more like two, <laughs> especially with the internet. So it's like if you put out there, somebody knows somebody who knows somebody is exactly what you need. So just put it out there. And I want to co-sign on the coach thing, guys. Um, it's so powerful. Like everybody has a coach. The successful people have coaches. Sports figures have coaches, right? Yeah. It's not a, a thing of, you know, you're too good. Everybody has one. All the good quality people who are living happy lives have coaches. So take that advice and look for someone. I mean, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be anyone specific. If you can find someone, start there. You can have more than one coach. I've had coaches in various stages of my life. And go. so yeah. And then the other thing that you talked about, accountability buddy. I said it. Uh, yeah. The accountability buddy. I think I think there's a power in that as well. I'm in a group recently that um, it just feels like magic is happening because we're keeping each other accountable. We're taking time to work through uh, the jobs and projects that we have for whatever that week is. And so, when you t- what what are the qualities of a good accountability buddy? Either. So like my mastermind group, we're all entrepreneurs. We're in different fields. There's a social media manager, there's a fitness coach, and there's me, but we're all on the same path and we're all kind of like figuring it out together, but we're all also have different coaches and going through different programs. So we're bringing different insights to the table. 
But the most important part is there are going to be days when you don't feel like it. And then it is so easy to create momentum and snowball. I don't feel like I'll start tomorrow. I'll start Monday. I'll start next week. And then it's January 1st again. So having that accountability um, keeps you on track and, and helps you stay on task. And, and we're very big on when you commit to do something, we're going to hold you accountable. So if we get on our next call and you said last week you were going to do this thing and you didn't, why? Yeah. Yeah. And it's such an, it's a, such a good thing, guys. I mean, it, you're more likely to do something when you have someone helping you and coaching you and just kind of prodding you to make progress and do, do what it is. And it's, it's reciprocal. Okay. So don't, don't join some kind of group and just take, take, take. It's right. You got to be there for them as well. And so Heather, has this, is this your first accountability buddy or group, or have you had them over the years and found them successful? Yes. Um, I've done it for the past several years, actually. And again, different stages of my life. But this group in particular, I think we've been together like two years. Oh, wow. That's and awesome. it's just so fun to see the progress that we've had. And and I mean, we're not even local. They live on the East Coast. I'm in Colorado. And um, it's like we're tighter friends than my friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys have that same mental space, right? I mean, you're, you're working on things of similar nature and they say the five people you hang out with, right? You want to hang out with people who are of like mind. And I hope you caught what Heather said, though, guys. They are in different spaces. Not everybody's in the same space as her. And that brings perspective. That brings different point of views. How did you guys find one another? We actually stemmed off from a Lewis house and that's how we got started. It was a school of greatness Academy. Mm -hmm. So that was um, something Lewis house used to put on. He doesn't anymore, but you know, it it was like an eight week module, but you had to stem into a group of five people and meet weekly. And anyway, three of us from that specific group have kept going. That is awesome. Just shared experiences, even though different backgrounds, you guys Mm -hmm. kept it going two plus years. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, guys, if you aren't in some kind of group, um, this is from people who who are doing it now and are finding it makes a difference. Find accountability buddy group, which that is totally the first time I ever heard it worded that way. And I think that's cool. I I have a whole Heatherisms <laughs> book. No, oh, do you? Book. Well, no, but I should write one. Oh. <laughs> Was that one of them? Accountability. Yeah. Give, can you give us another one? Oh gosh, uh, how much time do you have? I don't know. I I, I live by acronyms. Mm-hmm. I short circuit, um, shortcut everything on names. So I literally have sometimes my own language. <laughs> that is awesome. So Heather, now that you're kind of we're heading towards the end of 2020, heading into 2021, what is your mindset as you go into a new year? How do you approach that? I actually, I'm glad you asked. I always start in the fall going into the next year. I don't wait for January 1st. Mm. I'm all about creating momentum going into the new year. I'm very competitive, good or bad, but it's like, I want to be a couple steps ahead of other people. And so, you know, this time of year is when I sit down and whether you do it on Pinterest or literally cut out of a magazine, I love to have a vision board. 
because that's creating clarity. What do I want for this next life? What kind of travel? What kind of money? Do I want to move? Um, I remember the year I was publishing my book, I had cut out that fall before it while I was writing. Wow. I wanted to be an author and it happened that next year. So I sit, yeah, in the fall, I sit down and, and get more clear. And so right now it is, okay, you know, what does 2021 look like? And I want to let people know, if you're sitting in the headspace of just hurry up and get 2020 over, you've got to get into a space of, of you know, I love the whole life is happening for you, not to you. So find gifts, although this year has been not what we expected or what we're used to. Like you said, you spent so much time with your family. So find find the gifts of this year. And for me, it was, you know, I didn't have distractions of travel. I had so much time to focus and and expand my business and my offerings and, and get so clear. And I guess it's just, it's a choice. The big thing is you, you get to choose your perspective. Gratitude or you want to hurry up and get life over. And if you want to hurry up and get life over, 2021 is going to be no different for you. And guys, uh, I got to tell you, the, the attitude of gratitude, it's a much better space to be in, right? It's, it's if, if you don't enjoy being unhappy and just being grumpy, then go for the attitude of gratitude. It's just a better space. And it takes a lot of training. Like you're not go- if you're in the dumps or just feeling so confused or overwhelmed or stuck right now, know like we've talked about, it's a journey. This is a process. Remember, I've been doing this literally like 20 years, but for me, it's, it's a, I want to do this for life. This is where I feel on passion and purpose. I'm a, always a student. I love learning, but I love teaching. And so I just, I want to let people know, give yourself some grace. If you have a bad moment, have a bad moment, but don't let that fall into a bad day and a bad week and a bad year. It wasn't a bad year. It was just, you know. We were thrown some obstacles and challenges. Yeah. It's different. I mean, that's probably different is, is probably the best way to describe it by, by still being positive. Um, yeah, it, it, it definitely made its mark. That's for sure. I think you can, you can definitely say you remember 2020. Remember when? Yeah, I was at home. That's, that's where I was. Okay. You know what I love? The, the families that found the opportunity in this year, and I've seen actually quite many, pack up their house or maybe even sell their house, get an RV and they're traveling the U.S. They finally wow. have the time. Maybe they have a remote job, whatever it is, homeschooling their kids because mm-hmm. school is crazy anyway. But now look, they're like traveling and adventure. And so there's opportunity everywhere. You never know. My mom started a cooking show during COVID. So anything is possible. Yes. So Heather, let me ask you, with all the experience you've had with everything, what is one thing you would tell these dream chasers who are listening here today to do to, to just start chasing their dream? One step in front of the other. Mm. So don't look, because if, if you look too far down the road, you're going to get overwhelmed and never begin. So get into a headspace and, and think of, okay, what can I do today to get closer to my goal? So for example, I very much speak in metaphors. It's how I understand things. I trained and ran a marathon. And so if you sit back today and go, oh my gosh, how am I going to run 26 miles? Well, literally one foot in front of the other. 
But I sat down and I love, this is what I call to map it out. It's a massive action plan. So here's a great tool and technique anyone can do right now. So what I do on a piece of paper in the center, I write a very specific goal. So if your your dream is to write a book, launch a podcast, a business, get promoted, whatever the thing is you want, it needs to be clear if you want more money, how much money. Mm-hmm. For me, it was, I wanted to run a marathon. Cool. When? So I wrote, I will run a marathon by, I think it was like May 16th, and this happened in 2019. So to run a marathon, and I had a deadline. So give yourself a deadline because otherwise you're going to procrastinate and push it back and push it back and push it back. So anyway, once you know the what, then this is so important because it's going to be your driver when you feel off track. I write 10 reasons why I want that thing. When you can dive down 10 reasons why you want something, the days you don't feel like it, weather was cold or whatever, my whys got me to lace up my shoes. Then after that, because this is where everybody gets stuck in the how, and know that it's good to have a plan of action, but also to be open to, I call it an excited anticipation of resources or other avenues coming your way. So you don't always know the how, that's really not your job, but you do need to take action. And so then on the left column, I write out 10 actionable steps to get my what. So for me, it was, okay get a pair of shoes and then Google 20 week training plans and then look up nutrition and make a playlist and register for the event. So I had my 10 actionable steps and then it was literally one foot in front of the other. So, you know, it was a five month training plan, but that's, that's what I recommend. Know your what, be super specific, have your strong whys, and then take your first step. I love that. I I don't know if you guys realize just rewind back if you missed it but she just gave you the game plan she just gave you the entire game plan for you to chase your dream like that that was it in like less than two minutes or whatever it was so i hope you caught that heather you have been nothing short of amazing in dropping gems for these guys and it's been awesome how can they learn more about you and where can they go to connect with you well, I'm on all the social platforms, but my last name is Hakes. So heatherhakes.com is my website. I have a free training if you want to check it out. Instagram at heather.hakes. And then every week I publish new, I call them mindset lesson videos on YouTube. Again, just look me up. That's awesome. Heather, thank you again for taking time out of your busy day to share your knowledge with these guys and for just being awesome and an, a fantastic dream chaser. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, chase your dreams. Start today. And there you have it, folks. That was Heather Hakes. Was I wrong? Was I wrong? I wasn't. Nuggets and nuggets of knowledge. She talked about having the attitude of gratitude. Such an important thing when we talk about mindset. It helps with your mental health. So come from a place of gratitude versus negativity. She talked about having a coach and the importance of that and how you can find one. We learned about accountability buddies, accountability partners, and how that has helped her make progress in her journey and how you too can do that, right? There's no set number of how many accountability partners you can have, but the key is finding good ones 
and people who will hold you accountable and that you will hold them accountable. It's a partnership or, you know, a group ship, depending on how many people you have. I would caution you not to have too many groups and I would caution you to not have too many people. The smaller the group, the better, because then you can hold each other accountable and make sure it give you give each other time to actually work on what you're doing. And so um, currently my accountability group is three people. And that's perfect because we give each other one hour each to kind of walk through what our challenge is worth for the week and how can we make further progress. So each person is kind of like an hour on a hot seat. So yeah, you, you heard that right. That's three hours in a hot seat on a call, but it's worth it because I'm chasing my dreams. I'm living my, I'm living my life. And so um, definitely recommend you guys do that. And then last but not least, Heather dropped the game plan for chasing your dreams. Yeah. If, if you missed it, I want you to go back and listen to it and, or check out the game plan on the show notes page and all the links. And you can learn more about Heather if you go to amyj21.com slash episode 236. That's episode 236. All right, Dream Chasers, I'm going to let you go chase your dreams. So remember, don't stop. Keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing. Keep chasing.